So I live near the wine country of Southern California. Just minutes from my home are countless rows of grapevines. The vineyards make for a lovely spring afternoon drive. The beautiful green leaves wave in the gentle breezes, and one can easily find himself transported to Tuscany or some such famous location. That's what it looks like now, as the vines ripen and prepare to bring forth fruit for the harvest. And once the harvest is complete, the season moves from summer to fall. The vines begin to change. The branches, once abundant in foliage, turn brown. The leaves, once lovely, fall. The time for the harvest has passed, and the time for pruning has come. The lovely vines of spring and summer are cut back harshly. They must aggressively be pruned to avoid disease and rot. Walk through the vineyard in winter, and you'll see what appears to be a wasteland. It isn't. It just looks that way. Another season of fruit and harvest will come, but the season of pruning must pass first. In John 15, 1-8, Jesus tells us that He is the vine, and we're the branches. And most of the time when I hear that, I want to think of the springtime vineyard. And that's part of the story. It's clear from the reading that there's an expectation that if you're in Christ connected to the vine, you will bear fruit. If there's no fruit coming from your branch, then there's a good chance the branch is sick or may not be connected to the vine like you thought it was. You may not be connected to Christ. Regardless, no fruit means the branch is dead or dying, so it gets cut off. Okay, easy peasy. Bear fruit and we can avoid the shears. That sounds great. Just be a good Christian and everything will be awesome. Except Jesus continues the metaphor. Not only do the fruitless branches get cut off, but every one that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it bears more fruit. Remember the winter vineyard scene? It looks terrible. It looks dead, but it's not. It's actually being prepared for a new harvest. The vineyard needs to be cut back in order to continue to thrive. In our spiritual lives, that often takes us by surprise. Not every season is harvest. Sometimes God prunes. The Lord knows how to tend to His people. He's not satisfied with last year's harvest. He expects us to continue to bear fruit. He works in us so we can do that. God loves you and honors you so greatly that right now, where you are, when you say yes to His will, He will use you to accomplish His work. He will bear fruit through you. But God loves you. He's not satisfied to leave you right where you are right now. He wants to work in your life to make you holier, more like Him. And that can be really hard. The letter to the Hebrews gives some some insight into how we deal with this pruning. Endure your trials as discipline. God treats you as sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? If you are without discipline, in which all have shared, you're not sons but bastards. At the time, all discipline seems like a cause not for joy but for pain. Yet later, it brings the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who are trained by it. If we're going to grow and stay alive in our faith, we need to allow God permission to prune us. Yes, I love the harvest seasons of life. I love when I can see God moving in and through me, and no, I do not look forward to or seek out the times of trial or pruning. I don't seek them out, but I do know that I need them. When trial comes, rather than rebelling, we need to submit our lives more deeply to Christ. It's during those seasons that God is working, preparing for the next harvest. We need to be pruned. We need to have the sick, sinful parts of our lives cut back so that a new season of harvest can come. This has been Chris Mueller with the Weekly Word for Everyday Catholic. You can get more information on Everyday Catholic at everydaycatholic.com.